Hi, this is Cindy Godwin, pastor of Summit Church, and this is our chosen podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you. I hope that it helps build up your faith and remind you that God has chosen you and set you apart for his purpose. Enjoy the message. Hello, my beautiful chosen girls. It's so exciting to see you for this month's podcast. And we're getting closer and closer to our chosen conference. And if you haven't signed up, you need to get signed up. It's going to be amazing. We've got lots of great speakers. But hey, to here today with me is my friend, Tanisha Curry. And hey, girls, it's time to wellness up. Let's wellness up. So Tanisha, tell me a little bit about you, about your background. So, well, I know about you, but our <laughs> girls don't know about you. So I want our girls to get to know you about your background and your connection to mm -hmm. health and nutrition. We always want to be healthy chosen girls, right? That's right. Well, first, thank you so much for such a warm welcome. Hello, chosen ladies as well. I think this is so phenomenal, um, you know, Cindy, providing this place and space, particularly for women, you know, especially as we um, not only consider our mind, our spirit, but also to our body. You know, I found, you know, sometimes this aspect can get very neglected. <laughs> sometimes we can go on auto zone and then we forget sometimes to take that moment of pause and to survey ourselves and say, wait a minute, have we fed ourselves today? You know, did we exercise today? Um, well, a little bit about um, my background. Um, so and I don't want to interrupt you, but that's so good. <laughs> it's so important. It's so important because Thank we you. do yes. that does tend to be the last thing that we think about. Yes. And you know, and I think when you're younger, mm -hmm. my husband talks about this all yes. the time, you don't definitely don't think about it as mm -hmm. much. Uh, but then you start to get older and yes. you do because you want to be healthy and live a healthy lifestyle Absolutely. because you want to live a long life. I mm -hmm. want all of you girls to live a long life. And so that's why yes. we want to talk about that because it's so important. And these, you know, what we're talk about today and the mm -hmm. things that she talks about is going to give you a great foundation. And that's what we want is a great foundation because right. it's, it's not a, oh, a one-time thing. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, right? That's right. And we want our lifestyle to look good. Oh, you yeah. You know, and um, it, it is so good because even, you know, from our the last um, service that we had, Pastor talked about, you know, us running the race. And he talked about it, you know, and doesn't necessarily go to the swiftest, but those that are able to persevere. You know, mm -hmm. we're supposed to be good soldiers in that. And a part of that as well is making sure that our armor is strong. And, you know, and so a little bit about my uh, background. I'm a Chicago native with some California roots. Um, I grew up playing, you know, a lot of sports, basketball and track. And, and I knew early on that I had this love for science and I love people. And so how I found myself in this area of science was my father had this huge book on, you know, in his office. And I don't know, I was like maybe in the fifth grade and I was just so impressed, first of all, by all the different pictures, the organelles, you know, the biology um, for, for so many different elements. And I was immediately connected and I knew that, you know, that was a pathway in which I wanted to, to go into uh, wow. this area of science. And so um, if I can fast forward, um, so um, in one aspect, I'm a, um, I'm a nurse, so I'm an RN. I, um, I have uh, my bachelor's as well as my master's, and I went into the military. So I'm also um, a military uh, nurse officer, Army Nurse Corps officer That's as amazing. well. and thank you. Thank you kindly. Thank you for serving. 
Thank you. And so while, you know, I um, came in also, you know, as a nurse, so my perspective is very much so uh, holistic, holistically. And, you know, I started off, you know, taking care of, you know, patients. And then I ended up uh, moving more into the leadership um, ranks and seeing how do I better resource for my people, because I knew where some of the gaps and the needs were. And, you know, I will tell you, uh, Cindy, before my um, this assignment here uh, that I had, you know, I was loving life. I was in El Paso, Texas, beautiful mountains, you know, great weather. And, you know, I was um, managing actually not just one unit, but two. And, and I was uh, really enjoying that leadership opportunity um, of that. And so um, I thought that initially, and you know how God is, gives you like these nudges, right? And I thought essentially I was going to, you know, end up more so going towards healthcare administration, which I, I did already have a basis for that in my master's, but going further into that area. But one of the things that God had um, alerted me to was like, hey, our, our team, we were doing outstanding when it came to meeting the hospital matrix. We were like number one number one, number two unit wow. amongst all of our um, departments. But then what I started to notice, I would um, notice like, wow, we're doing great in reference to our matrix. But sometimes I noticed that my people were a little bit fatigued um, mm. or, um, you know, in between breaks, you know, because in between patient care, they're trying to hurry up and grab a pizza and keep it moving. Oh, okay. And so, you know, as um, a nurse corps officer within our doctrine, we're, you know, we're taught, taught about, hey, how to motivate, how to lead, how to influence, those were the domains. And so when I was looking for, you know, well, hmm, is it okay to talk to, you know, my um, subordinates about um, nutrition um, from a different perspective without being offensive? Can I do that? And I didn't quite have that nutrition language to that extent to be able to do that. And so that actually is what led me to go and get my PhD. So oh, I got my PhD in nursing, um, but with the emphasis within nutrition. And so I'm kind of a different, interesting breed, if you will. And so I, um, uh, my dissertation studies, um, I was trained within um, the uh, Department of Medicine, um, but also with the foundation of nursing as well. So. Um, what that meant, essentially, I was interested in how may nutrition be able to optimize our human performance. Oh, wow. And so um, before COVID happened, I was originally looking at um, um, different types of, um, I'll say, uh, fruit flavonoids to be able to, you know, if I was to give individuals certain um, uh extracts or fruit extracts, how that may be able to improve their heart performance or their um, brain performance, if you will. Interesting. Well, what led mm -hmm. you down that path, though, to mm -hmm. even think about fruit mm -hmm. flavonoids? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm not saying it right, right? Absolutely. I mean, this is intriguing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you. You know, one of the things, the way, like, you know, God does, like, those, you know, whispers in a sense, I knew that I was coming upon a different sort of phenomenon that I couldn't quite express. I knew that while, man, our team was doing doing well, but how much more better would we be able to do if we were actually able to improve our health performance? Well, how do I do that? And so um, the Army sent me to um, attend to get my PhD, Uniform Services University of Health Sciences. And before that, I came across the organization or institution actually there. Um, they did a lot of robust research 
um, in the area of um, human performance. Okay. I was reading a lot of their uh, articles, and I came across one particular one about the benefits of omega-3. Okay. And omega-3, um, and, you know, with some of the trials had showed um, in relation to um, uh, cardiovascular disease and uh, just some of the elements. But it just wasn't about omega-3, but it was what was in there. Okay. And then how do I find omega-3 in some of the natural foods in which that I'm consuming? Interesting. And so I was then paired um, with my chair. Unfortunately, she She's um, no longer presently um, with us, but phenomenal chair. Her name is Dr. Marguerite Engler. And um, she actually came as a pair, if you will. She was a twin. And Dr. Marguerite Engler, um, in a sense, she kind of so selected me, if you will. And, and so we shared a very common interest of um, wanting to see how can we help um, individual improve their nutritional status and also to to through lifestyle. Well, her and her twin, so there's a Dr. Marguerite Engler and a Dr. Mary Engler, they were actually one of the first ones to be able to discover that dark chocolate was good for our heart. <gasps> Yes, I ladies. Our ladies, did you hear that? Okay, this is the best thing right out of this discussion already. <laughs> yes, so... It was so interesting. So it was them. They did yes. that. Yay. Yes, they did. So it was wonderful foundational um, work. Um, and so um, part of how they discovered that, they tested one you know, one group. Um, they gave them regular milk chocolate, and another one they gave uh, dark chocolate. And so then you know, um, after a few weeks, they took some blood samples. And um, what they were looking for, they were looking for um, epicadin level because epicadin is what's inside the dark chocolate. And then what we know from a physiological standpoint is that epicadin, it also helps with vasodilation. So the great, it gets even gooder, Cindy. Oh, and the, I am, I am. You've got me here. And the great thing with this, right? I, I said epicadin. It also helps with vasodilation and how we know that um, they actually uh, utilize, it's like a measuring tool, almost like a, a blood, um, blood pressure um, cuff, if you will, but it's not. But it was flow-mediated dilation. So they're able to tell um, by, um, they get baseline before individual um, consumes dark chocolate, what is their, their vascular arterial stiffness level looking like? And then after they and, consume it. And that it, means your blood flow, right? Yes, exactly. We're talking about your blood flow. <laughs> exactly. And then after that, they then tested um, uh, after the dark chocolate um, and versus the milk chocolate. And they found that, wow, individuals that were um, taking the dark chocolate or the highest amount of cocoa flavonoids that's inside of this dark chocolate actually um, have the better cardiovascular performance. Uh, it is good for your heart, girls. There you go. We're giving you permission to go eat dark chocolate. <laughs> That's right. You know, and so then um, it came from a journey through this relationship. And so I um, I then connected with another one of my um, now uh, still present, uh, now dear mentors, Dr. Thomas Flagg. And so I told you COVID happened, right? Yes. It changed that for everything. Oh, yes. You can imagine. I'm in my last year, my dissertation year, and, and the military says you got three years and you need to be done with a PhD. Most people don't finish their PhD for five to seven years. Oh, Army goodness. is not playing. Wow. <laughs> yes. And so by the grace of God, a lot of studying, great support. And so then I met Dr. Thomas Flagg. And so then he taught me. Um, how to, because I couldn't do this human study, how to now grow cells, if you will, in this um, uh, kind of if you think like a Petri dish. Yeah. So I grew cardiovascular cells. 
And I also grew microglial cells that, you know, um, microglial cells are typically um, found within our, our brain. Because oh, okay. the reason why I wanted a microglial cell model to be able to test as well, because I wanted to know if I fed these cells, um, these various different types of flavonoids or berry extracts, which one would help to reduce oxidative stress the most? Now here's another concept, oxidative stress. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so look, this conversation is probably gonna go from physiological and I promise we're, then we're, we're gonna go further out. But I think these concepts are so important to understand. So I'm gonna tell you up front, the top two things. So um, one, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna zoom back in. So out, so um, some of the biggest things that women are dealing with across the country, that is huge. Number one is heart disease. Okay. Right, so that was a reason why partly um, a lifelong mission of my mentors was really to get after how do we help to how do we um, begin, impact how impact and get better with our heart exactly. and our cardiovascular system exactly and then you know and then there's cancer that's yes. the other thing right yeah and then also you see rising up the ranks as well is depression yeah that's true you've definitely mm -hmm. heard a lot about that during COVID and more after and still to this day yeah absolutely so let's talk about this ladies right so what if i told you that the premise for many of these chronic diseases and even acute and also too for those else as well as um, for my athletes as well many of these disease processes they're stemmed by two um, many of them by um, two processes, not just two, but two big ones, I'll say. Okay. And that is oxidative stress and inflammation. So I told you I'm going to zoom yeah. to the physiological, and then don't worry, I'm going to work myself back, okay? So, you know, remember atoms and basic science, right? And our, our atoms, they have these electrons, they have these orbits. And our atoms, it likes paired electrons. And so we have billions and billions of billions of electrons, you know, within our um, internal environment or within our cells. So sometimes what happens is these electrons will become rogue. All right. Okay. They'll just want to have a mind of its own. Mm, sounds <laughs> um, like people. <laughs> it's, it's, exactly. And these electrons will kind of spew off this kind of atomic sphere, if you will. And so what causes this, right? Things that can cause this if a person may be... Um, uh, maybe not working out as much, um, uh, um, you can also, and so this is what's creating. So when those electrons spew off, that's what's called a free radical, right? Oh, I've it heard is of that. Having, I've heard of free radicals. Exactly, yes. And so these um, free radicals, not that free radicals are all bad. It's all about balance, right? That's mm -hmm. And this is the whole thing. Even nutrition, it's all about balance. But when we get too much of a chain reaction happening with these free radicals, what it does, it wreaks havoc in the body. And it can even impact our mitochondria cells, which is a powerhouse that actually um, helps to... Um, produce energy for the other cells. But we don't want our free radicals to get too much out of hand. And if it gets too much out of hand, it can cause what's called oxidative stress. A great way of looking at this, if I bit into an apple, I place the apple down here, right? You would probably see that apple turn brown sure. after a while, right? Sure. That yeah. is a state of oxidation. And so much like with, you know, within our body of, um, of our cells as well, um, is oxidative stress can occur. Now, oxidative stress naturally occurs within our body, but we don't want it to occur too much. Oh, okay. And when it gets out of hand, 
it can then start to um, impact our aging process. And we want to look well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, yes. okay. Definitely got my attention. We want to stay younger. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so let me... No more oxidative stress for me. <laughs> yes, and we want to keep that balance, right? So when we have too much oxidative stress, what it can do, it can impact our, our um, DNA um, structures. Um, it can also to um, uh, uh, cause chronic diseases such as cardiovascular disease, neurological disease, also early on in life. Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and, and those sort of things as well, if we get too much built of oxidative stress. But here's something good about this, okay? And this was part of my research as well. Remember I talked about kind of that atomic structure and those electrons around those orbits and it likes to be paired and sometimes it goes rogue. Well, one great thing about our body is, number one, it naturally already has antioxidants built within it and it's called glutathione. I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And so... Where else can we get antioxidants? Through the foods that we eat. Yeah. And so when that free radical goes rogue, it goes off that, that orbital. Well, then anti, um, because we consume fruits and vegetables, it can actually replace that electron that went off the orbital, okay. thereby causing a homeostasis stable environment for us. That's so interesting and so good to know. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. So, um, so it matters in you know what we eat and you know the and we get our antioxidants you know through our fruits and vegetables and other resources in which that we eat. And just know, even at the cellular level, I know even though you can't see it, see it, it is making a difference. Um, in fact, there's you know has been research um, that has been able. To, here's an interesting one. I was uh, recently um, reading a, a research. I, it was by Ebenezer et al. He it was this with this within this particular study, and what it was, he put a rodent on one side and he fed this rodent um, blueberries, mm -hmm. and then um, he put it and it was like a glass and case case, but it was a separation. He put a okay. cat on the other side. Thereby stimulating kind of this post-traumatic stress. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> right? cat with the mouse. Yeah, exactly. for sure. That would be very stressful. <laughs> exactly within this rodent model. Yeah, for the yeah the, within the rodent, it would be very stressful. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. But you know this what this rodent did have or this rat had it had some armor on board because it had been eating blueberries. Interesting. And so what they found was that. This, um, in comparison, of course, you know, they did comparison with those rats that also did not, um, were not consuming sure. um, blueberries for, yeah. of course, over a few weeks. Right. And so, but they found the, the rats that did consume um, the, uh, the blueberry over um, a certain amount of weeks um, actually did better in the rat maze um, mm -hmm. test. Okay. And they did, um, and they also, too, showed decreased inflammation um, uh, within their, um, their mm -hmm. lab results as well. And so overall, and also neurologically, they perform better. Interesting. And so these rats had less of kind of a post-traumatic stress response, um, though, you know, the ones that um, were protected by the nutrition in which they ate. Wow, that is so interesting. So that would definitely help us 
as people, if we are having a good diet, yes. that it's going to help us with the stress, the things that are coming against us that would stress us out. Yes. Makes you, our immune system, stronger. Ooh, that is so good. You're you're actually so speaking on a physiological level right now, Cindy. Uh, how about that? <laughs> you are talking, actually. That is so good. You're actually talking also, too, about another concept here that's been booming. And we're still trying to figure out on this um, microbiome system. In our microbiome, scientists is trying to figure out, like, if we can figure out how do we best support a great microbiome, how do we, you know, figure it may be Which able to solve. Which is your immune system. Yes. And your yeah, immune system. Exactly. Your immune system. You go, Cindy. <laughs> and, um, you, you know, but there's a bi-directional relationship that they're finding between our brain and our gut and what can affect, you know, like our, our gut is like our lifestyle, our stress, um, you know, if matter of uh, exercise, you know, drugs, recreational, non-recreational um, drugs as well. And so, you know, essentially individuals, um, you know, that uh, microbiome or, or that are more or less, you know, stress, if you will, you know, they tend to have um, decreased, you know, cortisol uh, levels, so um, decreased stress levels. Um, also, their um, uh, their neural circuitry is, you know, a lot more um, or calm or balanced. Um, and, and then also, too, they have um, tighter gut um, junctions, so, you know, less of kind of the, 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 the leaky gut or, you know, things of those natures that are occurring as well. Um, and so um, paying attention to our body, I think, is key. Yeah. I think it's also important as well as we're having this conversation, you know, that ladies are talking to each other about health. Yes. Yes, you know? for sure. And, and, and so. And I do see and hear that a lot more. With, right. with women and uh, talking about their health. Maybe it's because of my age. I, like I said, <laughs> I think younger people um, don't talk about it as much, but, but I am seeing that they are getting more interested in it yes. and wanting to go to the gym and, and, and how their lifestyle is. Mm -hmm. And boy, I just encourage them to start at an early age that it becomes actually a lifestyle. I mean, you know, I we've tried to do that in my own house, you yes. know, from a long, long time ago, you know, eating, um, but mm -hmm. and we can always improve, but eating well, yes. exercising, and those kinds of things. Yes. So this is really interesting, and I definitely want to stay young. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, and so sometimes when I go and I do, you know, some of these presentations, people are like, like, oh, man, no, don't look at me. I'm eating a burger. I'm like, no, I like burgers every, you know, every now and then. Again, it's all about balance. So balance, I said, no need yeah. for food confessions here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so, um, you know, so just kind of some short pointers that I, you know, if, if I may, yeah. um, just wanted to provide as well. Yeah. And also for some great um, brain food multipliers, yeah. like one is omega-3. So our our brains are, you know, it's naturally uh, made up of lipids and fats. And so it has like DHA and EPA. And so when we consume our omega-3 in which we can get through sources of mackerel, salmon, um, our nuts, um, legumes, and things like that, you know, that's going to help um, um, increase like our DHA and EPA. Um, and so um, that's important. So eggs, you know, that's another one. Eggs has not only macro, but micronutrients. So our vitamins like A, C, and um, E, and even our B vitamin, vitamins as well. That links a little bit to depression as well, you know, and how um, 
you know, because there's also been evidence to show that, you know, individual, some individuals that may suffer from depression may actually um, lack um, uh, some deficiencies in some of their, you know, vitamin Bs or their omega levels. Um, loose data in reference um, as it relates to, to vitamin D, still more studies that needs to be done um, within this area. Um, flavonoids. So when I talk about flavonoids, I'm talking about eating a rainbow. These are your fruits and vegetables, such as your, um, and also when I um, was testing within these cellular models, I tested various different berry extracts. Um, so uh, blueberries, Arania berry, tart cherry, uh, different ones, a blend of the mixed, and wanting to see which was able to reduce oxidative stress the most. Within the heart model, now this is this particular time, I found that the um, black currant extract helped to reduce oxidative stress the most. And, and so if we, and typically the theory is if you can help reduce oxidative stress, that's maybe gonna help also to reduce inflammation as well, typically, okay. but you have to test both. The other one on the microglia cell, I tested this. your brain. Yes, thank you. I tested a buffet of a range of these different sort of berry extracts as well. And I found that the cranberry extract actually helped to reduce oxidative um, stress uh, the most within this particular environment. But I tell, you know, individuals, individuals and journalists is um, just, you know, um, eat your fruits and vegetables. You're, you're just going to win. Um, and there, and that is some truth to that as well as that um, typically fruits that are more darker and or vegetables that are more darker, um, some will have actually like the higher um, oxo-radical scavenging activity, you know, now, so the darker, so, so <laughs> yes, yeah, so like the, um, the, the darker the fruit, the, the vegetable, sometimes it can actually have the higher level of antioxidant properties okay. in some okay. cases. Okay. Um, bananas are good. We talked about dark chocolate, the Engler uh, group doing ones. that. Yeah. Um, teas. Teas are great. Teas. I, I love tea. I, I drink tea daily. Okay. <laughs> yes. Is it, you Any know, kind of certain kinds are better? Or? Um, you know, that's a great, uh, a great, you know, I've, I've seen reports, uh, evidence to go back and forth on this. Um, but I, but tea has, is EGs, I believe it's EG, ECGs, I always get those mixed up, but, um, uh, but it has, um, bioactive, um, chemical properties, um, where it's also very effective, um, as well. So black or green tea, um, uh, they both, um, have good your, evidence. Your yes. whole system. Okay. Correct. That's good. Coffee. Um, now all of a sudden, um, in, uh, moderation but coffee you know could also be a great stimulant mm -hmm. um uh, used for um for the brain as well um and then just in general because i told you about from a holistic perspective but oatmeal whole grains pasta cereal brown rice that's also good and then when you think about nutrition right think about it as a system so you still want to ensure that you get good sleep that you're exercising um and and all these things are going to work you know, together um, greatly to be able to um, improve our overall human performance. And that's all of that. And that's really what, that's how it started you on this whole journey. Yes. Was the human performance, yes. right? Yeah, because you're like, man, we are doing great. We're rocking it out. But, right. you know, right. we could maybe do better if my team or the group that I'm working with are healthier, they're taking care of themselves. They're going to live longer. They're yes. going to stay younger. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And so that's all, it's all works together. Mm -hmm. And then, and then they're performing better, so they're doing their job better. So right. it just starts with all of that, right? Yes. Oh, I yes, I, I love that. You know, and one of my sayings is as well is um, uh, 
it's not just, like I always say, my job is not to tell you what to eat. We have great dietitians for that. Yeah. But more so my job is to make sure you're thinking about what you're eating. That's good. Good and, point. Mm -hmm, yeah. And so, you, you know, so I hope that even when you, you know, look at an apple or you look at a dark chocolate, you know, realize that this is actually could be providing you a great source of not only rich nutrients, but there's actual active bioactive compounds that are working at the cellular level within your body to help reduce oxidative stress, to help maybe even to reduce um, inflammation. Um, but it's all about the dietary pattern, you know, and it's a and, and it's a balance of things. So we're we're in a society where we have a westernized diet which is often described in literature as, um, you know, a lot of processed, mm -hmm. un, um, yeah. highly uh, processed yeah. foods and foods. high inflammatory, right, and, and those sort of things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and again, you know, um, uh, it, it, it is. It's about growth. You know, it's about um, balance. But the thing of it is we just want to make sure that we don't go too far to the right or too far to the left, but we're kind of, you know, in the center. And then speaking, I would say, to your healthcare provider um, and also to a nutritionist, because you talked about as well, Cindy, about at different life stages in, in our life. Yeah, and that's true because you do have different stages. You know, it's like uh, this is the season I'm in now, and yes. definitely I'm in the season now. I don't have kids, got grandkids, but yeah, different stages, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. You know, and I would say me being like now I uh, turned 42, and so, oh, thank you. <laughs> it is a blessing every year. Yes, that's it, what I say. Yes. And so, but also realizing, you know, as well is that my nutrition needs um, are changing they, a little bit. They do change. Mm -hmm. That is very true. You're right about that. Yes. And, and also, um, one of the things that I'm doing as well, Cindy, um, I, one, I, I have a... Um, I have a good support network, so I talk to other colleagues and peers, and this also too encouraging as well for the ladies as well, mm -hmm. to talk, you know, to each other about what maybe different changes are happening as you're growing and you're developing, because we're always growing and developing. Mm -hmm. We're making new cells, you know, where cells are dying off or in general, but how do we change over time? And so I found at this point, one uh, one of the things that I have made myself an appointment to get um, actually a nutritional assessment. Um, mm -hmm. And so a bod pod, I wanted mm -hmm. to know what is my lean mass and my fat mass? Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe what I did for exercise, maybe do you I need to, to increase, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly, yep. to tweak. Yep. Um, and even lab values, because, yep. you know, at this yep. point, as we're going to, you know, pre-menopause or perimenopause, um, you know, typically a decreased estrogen level, mm -hmm. you know, so what, you know, what does those mean? So all those yeah. different factors taken into account. Yeah, that's so true. Um, I recently did that too. And I mean, I get a physical every year, get my blood work checked mm -hmm. and, and they tell you things, but I, uh, had a, I did a nutrition assessment again, you know, and I do that periodically myself and yes, girl. Outstanding. <laughs> So yes, I did, and I've and then even when you know my blood work, everything was good, but he was like my uh, physician was like, okay, you need to be eating more greens. And I'm like, like he's like seven or eight cups a day, and I'm like, what? I'm like, how am I gonna do that? I'm like, you know, what about juicing? Because I've done juicing. Yes. Mm -hmm. it's not does it's not the same as you eating them. There's something mm -hmm. that it's an enzyme. He says when you chew. Mm -hmm. 
greens that's released in your body that's really good for your body. You're right, yes. Well, that's mm -hmm. what he told me. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, but okay, how am I? So I'm really trying to do better on getting my mm -hmm. greens. I'm putting spinach, now I'm not chewing it, but I do put spinach, like mm -hmm. two cups of spinach in my protein drink in the morning. Mm -hmm. Then I'll have a salad and it'll probably have, try to have four cups or so of uh, greens, but then yeah. it was just, and then the other thing for me that was really surprising at my age, okay, now again, I, like you said, stages, is yes. I needed a lot more protein. I really mm. wasn't eating enough protein, because so when we get older, yes. now not your age, a little older, I'm not so, going into what that is, let's just say young. over 60, <laughs> young. but when you get into that, you know, because your protein builds mm -hmm. muscle, muscle is right. going to help your bones, and right. we have to work on our bones when mm -hmm. we get older, <laughs> so I was like really having to work at increasing my protein levels, yes. and so yes. I am still working on that. <laughs> Yeah, it's a work in progress, but it is so great, like you mm -hmm. said, to do that. To if you can mm -hmm. have those assessments, or and mm -hmm. definitely making sure you're getting a physical, right. that you're getting your blood checked every year, mm -hmm. seeing what's going on and different, and your physician can give you suggestions right. and things like that. Because the whole idea is to live that amazing, abundant, finish strong, like it's, Rick it's, has been preaching. Finish strong, right? Absolutely, fin finish strong, and and you know we we don't have to suffer. You know, right? There are. Um, you know, lab, so you have your objective assessment and you have your subjective assessment. Um, you know, subjective is how do you feel as, yep. you know, a, a person on what's going on, you know, and the more um, information that you can provide your healthcare provider, they can take a look at, at labs and don't be afraid to have that, you know, conversation like, you know, hey, well, would it be okay if we checked my hormone level? Oh, yes, you know, and, absolutely. And, th and be an advocate, you know, absolutely, you know, for, for yourself. So those are a lot of great things. And even when you're talking about, you know, um, a, you know, a, a salad, you know, I think that's phenomenal, sneaking in there a salmon or spring sprinkling on there some um, walnuts, you know, yeah. or whatnot. And so little things like that. Yeah, I make sure I do get the protein in there and I'm trying yeah, to put different things in the salad. Like, you know, for sure I'm putting, getting proteins so that I get more protein. <laughs> and, and then don't, please do not cover it in like really heavy ranch dressing, okay? Even though I love ranch dressing, don't do that. That's just gonna <laughs> take away everything you're trying to do. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And, and yeah. then also you mentioned a very good point. I think also too, sometimes I know that women can struggle with this. Sometimes like we get hard on ourselves, you know, For sometimes sure. like it's like, man, oh, you know, I blew and I was trying to, it's okay. You know it what? It's another okay. day. You just start it again. It is okay. It yes. is okay. It is. So don't uh -huh. don't be hard on yourself. Thank you for pointing yes. that out. I mean, for any of us, That's you know, right. you learn the things you need to learn. You mm -hmm. want to implement those, and you're gonna have days, you know. Mm -hmm. And it is okay to have a cheat day or a cheat yes. meal. I should say it's okay to do that. And definitely, yes. my vice is chocolate, as everybody knows. So <laughs> dark chocolate. Uh, Okay, yes. dark chocolate. Uh, yes. Okay, so suggestions. Our last mm -hmm. question. I know we need to wrap this mm -hmm. up, but this has been great information. Yes. And hey, girls, let's wellness up, okay? Is yes. um, suggestions that we can do to support our health better. Mm -hmm. And you gave some of those. Right, right. Absolutely. The only extent, you know, that was like now I'm just trying to move into a phase where 
Um, you know, I can be a better support to organizations um, and individuals within organizations. So I am um, now an element of exploring with some of my uh, colleagues this aspect called leader-inspired nutrition. And in, in, um, so more of kind of like um, how can we help from like an executive coaching, if you will, from a civilian aspect, but from a military what sort of leadership toolkit can we begin to build? Because I stated earlier about sometimes find that nutrition language. You don't have to be a dietitian in order to talk mm -hmm. about your health and nutrition. Mm -hmm. You can have, you know, simple, simple language and we can all come to one common core. And so what this looks like, leader-inspired nutrition is, is one, um, identifying like those leaders or role models um, that are doing, like you, like you, Cindy, um, great job. You're talking about salads and, you know, protein going to the provide. You're, you're talking about those things, which mm -hmm. then may also to, you know, influence me and others, you know, as well. And so it's about leaders um, role modeling. Um, what are our eating behaviors looking like? Understanding, um, uh, you know, there was a recent White House report that was um, uh, dropped, um, uh, about, I believe, a year, year and a half um, ago. And it talked about how we need to um, improve our nutrition environment. One, because of food insecurity is a real issue. Um, and then also the other thing to need to increase um, physical activity, to need to increase more nutrition education um, uh, within our, our schools and other resources as well. Mm -hmm. um, culture plays a big part of this conversation when we're talking about food as well. Appreciating each other's food background. Sitting down and, and eating together. The biggest thing I think that is so empowering is supporting each other, is um, talking about food, eating with each other, and that whole communal is, is huge. And, and if you notice sometimes mood changes, it could be other things, you know, we didn't get into the element of depression much. There's one theory that um, suggests it may be an imbalance between our neurotransmitters, which is our dopamine, ser serotonin, and our norepinephrine. And, and so whenever there's like an imbalance, it can then um, uh, at times maybe trigger us um, feeling depressed and also to and impede our mood and our learning and from those different aspects. And so with the rising evidence of, you know, nutrition that may play a part in that. But along, you know, uh, would also want to encourage individuals as well is with counseling um, and also the proper support. Um, there was a recent suicide line because our suicide rates um, have um, risen as well. Well, um, and so um, uh, there's uh, helplines out there where there you call this particular um, uh, um, um, suicide a hotline and an individual. And I tested it for myself mm -hmm. because I was like, hmm, you know, is this mm -hmm. and how long would someone from the national um, crisis? Because that's also to uh, one of the uh, elements as well within the military um, perspective that um, you know has been looked at as well. Okay. Um, and so um, it's important to know. I think um, that. Ladies, you're not in this alone. Health is important. Um, you know, fuel your body and your mind with with so good, good foods. Yeah, and you you know, the and, and the word of God. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great. Thank you so much for Thank being you. here today and giving us all Enjoy this great it. information. I know this is going to help all of us and continues to help me and just encourages me to, to hear and listen and just to, and I have a balanced life, body, soul, and spirit. Yes. And that's what God wants, all yes. of it, right? And so that's what we're working towards. And it's a work in progress. So I encourage you, you aren't alone and none of us are perfect, but we're all on the journey together and we can all get better and just move, you know, and you going, oh, I, you don't have to be a member of gym. Go for a walk. I mean, right. you know, I was telling somebody mm -hmm. that was telling me, I'm, 
they are like, you know, I'm trying and I've got, you know, so just try to go for a walk, you mm -hmm. know, 10 minutes. I know it's hot early in the morning or late afternoon. Just, you've got to start somewhere, you know, but we're here to support you. We love you because girls, we want you to live a long, fruitful, That's healthy right. life. That's what I'm talking about. Wellness up. So thank you for joining us today on this podcast. And again, get registered for Chosen. It'll be here before you know it. Chosen Power. I love you girls and have a great day. Thanks again for joining us. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe and share it with a friend. You can hear more messages by visiting chosenessay.com. Be sure to follow us at Chosen Essay on Facebook and Instagram.